I often say that a successful retirement is about increasing your income and decreasing your stress. And today's show is going to focus on the stress portion of that statement. In particular, I'm going to talk to you today and Tony about how you can pay someone else to reduce your own stress. This is Dolphin Financial Radio, a show about planning your retirement. When you are young, financial decisions are easy. You aren't worried too much about the future, and you know you have plenty of time on your side. However, as you get older, the financial decisions get more difficult. Eventually, you reach the age where you face decisions about employment, home buying, raising a family, and college planning. Your financial success is often determined by how you handle the many curveballs thrown your way and by how much you are saving for retirement. Before you know it, you are within 10 years, five years, and then one year of retiring. At this point, you'll be facing new and different financial challenges. You'll worry if you have enough money to last through retirement. You'll be concerned about healthcare and longevity. You'll want to make sure your retirement is everything you always dreamed it would be. These are the retirement challenges that we will address each week on this show. Regardless of how far you are from retirement, it's time to listen in as we begin another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hello and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio with me, Dan Wendell, owner of the Dolphin Financial Group. Alongside me and welcome back is Tony Shore. We missed you last week. We had to have a fill in with the millennial. I don't know if you heard about that yet, Tony. I heard the show on millennials uh, and I heard Mitch. Um, Obviously, the show last week wasn't very good. Um, it wasn't as good as it usually is. I'm kidding. I did Mitch get a did call a from job. somebody that said, hey, I listened to your show, and that was no millennial. <laughs> he doesn't say, he's on the very edge, the cusp, if you will, of being a millennial. But I can attest, I can swear to the fact that he is technically a millennial, but he does not have the attitude or the work ethic of many millennials. He doesn't fit the stereotype anyway. True. And that's, I think, what the listeners were hoping for. But I think what the listeners are really hoping for was you and you were out sick. So welcome back. I hope you're feeling better. I'm feeling so much better. Today, we're going to be talking about buying time, Tony. We're going to be talking about reducing stress by paying other people to do the things that you don't want to do. (laughs) Hey, that sounds good to me. Outsourcing, like outsourcing your life. I'm pretty good at that, actually. You so want this will be a good one. I can give tips. I'm really good at outsourcing things. You want to take my kids to Disney for me? <laughs> um, if you if the money is right, it's all about money. So. Well, that's that's true. That's true. I talk about how retirement is all about increasing your income and decreasing stress. But I want to talk about using some of that income to actually reduce your stress. Because yeah. a lot of times nothing is free, right? Or the well, best... taking your kids to Disney can be very stressful. Right. <laughs> um, but if you're paying for it, uh, maybe. But, uh, yeah, uh, to get out of that stress, it might be worth paying someone. <laughs> <laughs> we should start a business, right? Yeah, boy, I tell you what. The Magical uh, Stress Relief. We'll call it the Magical Stress Relief, TM. Um, yeah. <laughs> you pay us and we'll magically take your children for the day to Disney. No, no, no. Yeah. It's it's supposed to be family time. Okay, let's talk about this. Let's talk about okay. what I'm what I'm getting at here because Yeah, what do you mean? So, 
the idea um, came to me because one of my friends, well, a couple of reasons. He, he's been harping on me to outsource a lot of the stuff I do for work. Um, for instance, he told me, you got to get off the podcast. Just I'll pay someone else to talk to Tony because it's just not worth your time. No, no, he did say, he did say well, like, he's wrong there. <laughs> he said something along the lines of, um, oh, you know what he mentioned? Me- Mechanical Turk. Have you heard of this? Mechanical Turk. What? Yes, yes. Look it up. Hey, keep it clean. Mechanical children out there listening. Mechanical Turk. I've never heard of that. Is it's some sort of Amazon cloud uh, service where you can outsource tasks. That's what they call it, right? You can Google it. Uh, wow. Or pay someone to Google it for you. So, um, <laughs> the idea being. You outsource certain things. So when when a lot of people are in the business world are say running a business, and this is an easy example, you know, I'm I'm running my business and I have to uh, copyright, I have to edit something, some paper, or a medic, a doctor needs to transcribe his medical records, right? He talks in the microphone, says this is what the patient's experiencing, and to document it, they need to write it down. And rather than have the doctor write it down themselves, they just pay someone to do that because it's their time is better spent meeting the patients, right? So he was trying to convince me, hey, your time is better spent sitting with your clients, helping them with the financial planning process. There's no way you should be um, editing a podcast or something along those lines because A, it's not your specialty. So it's going to take you twice as long as or 10 times longer than someone else. And B, it frees up time for you to do other things that are more important to your business. So it got me thinking, is, a, is this applicable to retirees and retirement? So that's what I want to talk about today. Um, so the question becomes, why would you ever outsource or, or buy time? by paying someone else to do your task for you. Do you pay anyone to do anything for you, Tony? Uh, we used to pay a lawn service to, you know, treat our lawn, you know, one of these fertilizer and chemicals yeah. and yep, yeah, yep. that kind of thing. And, you know, I will outsource if we have a plumbing problem, things like that. We'll hire people to do that, but not a regular basis. Like we don't have a cleaner that comes regularly to clean our home. We don't have, uh, anyone to mow our lawn uh, or scoop our driveway if it ever snows. I know here in Florida it doesn't ever snow, but in Minnesota, Minnesota, yeah, snow uh, removal is a big one. Lawn, yep. lawn mowing and lawn service lawn is a care. biggie. Yep, yep, that's a big one. Pool cleaning, uh, but, pool cleaning yep, in Florida. Cleaning is a big one for a lot of people. Um, uh, no, uh, actually, I don't. Uh, but uh, like things like changing oil, I know a lot of people do their own, do it themselves. Uh, you've said you, you're kind of a do-it-yourself kind of guy, Dan, especially when it comes to car stuff, and I am not. Um, but, of course, my niece has never been able, you know, never gotten stuck with my car, not able to start it because of my shoddy work. Does I'm, your, just <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, you know, like I said, there are certain limits I have with, with the car. But you're right. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't change my own oil. I used to. No. I know how, but I don't – it, it costs – I, I did the math. I'm like, this is taking me forever. Yeah, it's so much time, cheaper to have someone else do it, it with is. the equipment. It is. Right? It is. Yeah, it's so much. It's quicker and cheaper, and it's really a time thing, too. 
growing up, I used to mow the lawn for the family. I was the youngest of four. I was so excited to mow the lawn. Oh, I can't wait till I can mow the lawn. And my brothers are looking at me like, you okay, you, you, you're, you'll figure it out. Um, but since I moved to Florida, I paid someone to mow my lawn because I didn't have the equipment to do it. And it's so darn hot during the summer months. It's, it's painful. And so what that has allowed me to do is on the weekends, instead of mowing my lawn for three hours and edging and all that, I get to spend it with my kids and family doing whatever we want to do. So so I'm basically buying time. And so in the business world, it makes sense. You just basically say, okay, it costs me, you know, it takes me five hours to do this task. I could pay someone $10 an hour to do that same task. I can bill out to my client. If I'm a lawyer, I could bill out say $500 an hour when I could pay someone $50 an hour to do the same task. So why wouldn't I bill out to the client and spend most of my time doing that and have all the other tasks done by someone else at a cheaper rate, thereby increasing my productivity. And that's how the business people think. But when it comes to retirement and retirees, they're not working, right? So hopefully not. So there's no, there's no like, okay, it costs me this much. To, I can make $50 an hour doing this. Why would I pay some, why wouldn't I pay someone $5 an hour to do that? and and use my time somewhere else making much more money but when you retired that's not the way you look at it no um although we should be looking at it you know because not everyone's retired some people are close to it but i want to talk a little bit more about the whys of doing it and then i want to talk specifically to some examples of what retirees might consider um the first reason why is because it gives you more time like i said um so you could do the things you want to do second reason you get the expert in. You mentioned you outsource plumbing. Um, I outsourced an electrician the other day simply because I couldn't handle it. It wasn't. It had to do with outdoor electrical and high voltage, and I was just like, you know what? I might be able to figure this out. It would take me a couple of days, but I'd rather just hire someone to do it and live. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah right? Exactly. And live. Right. Um, but I don't mow the lawn not because I don't know how. It's because I don't want to. I don't like it. Right. Right. So you right. can do that. Stop doing the things you that make you miserable in life. Right. I mean, think right. about that for a moment. Is it worth it to mow the lawn if you absolutely dread it? If if during the week weekend you're like, I don't want to go outside to mow the lawn. I really don't. I'm so miserable. Right. At some point, the money doesn't shouldn't matter too much. It should be a no brainer. And using that time to make more money elsewhere is is what business people do. I I remember, I can't remember the exact numbers, but I remember reading a long time ago when Bill Gates was still working as CEO of Microsoft, that they were calculating how much he makes per minute or per second. And it was something like along the lines of if there was a $100 bill on the ground, it, and he was walking, it wouldn't make sense for him to stop down and pick up the $100 bill because he was wasting the time doing the other things that he makes money doing or something like that. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I've heard that too. I've heard that, that he was, you know, he's worth so much and makes so much money that it would be crazy for him to spend time mowing his lawn unless he enjoyed it. You know, some people need the relief from what they, the work they do. And some people are out there going, are you kidding? That's, I love going outside. I right, right, sweating right. Sweating and mowing the lawn and figuring things out. So, 
that's a little different, but especially when you have a family uh, or you have a job or you're an independent uh, person like yourself, you're independently employed, you own your own company, uh, your time is probably more uh, better spent and, and it's probably worth more money to you to keep working or do something else than, you know, try to figure out wiring in your house. Right. And in the business sense, uh, there was a great book out by Tim Ferriss called The Four Hour Work Week. Have you ever heard of that? Oh, yeah, for sure. It was maybe like 10 years ago now. I don't remember when that came out. Yep. I didn't read it. My wife did. We have it at home. I've never read it. It's, it's a short read. It's worth reading, Tony. I think <clears throat> let's why don't why don't you go do that and then we'll come back and finish the rest of the show. No, I'm just kidding. So, <laughs> it must be a really short read. I'll do it. I'll do it during the next break. No, the concept really was outsourcing the tasks that that take up your time. And basically, um, you shorten your work week to a point where you're only doing the really critical things and everything else is outsourced. And, and if you can right. boil it down to working for four hours, I would argue that most people that work in nine to five jobs, they really don't work from nine to five. Oh, no. Right. So already, you know, a lot of wasted time. So if you can outsource a lot and that's how the business people work at it, you know, but here, what about pre-retirees? People say they're in their fifties. Should they be outsourcing? Shouldn't they be saving money, not spending it? You know what I mean? That's, that's where we get in. There's this idea of, I'd like to do it myself to save money. You know, I'll change my, uh, I'll fix my alternator in my car. So I don't have to pay someone else a lot to do it, right? I'll buy a used right. alternator. This is what I did. I bought a used alternator. And let me tell you, the reason why I did is because I couldn't get my car out of my driveway. <laughs> so Because I couldn't drive it, right? And then if I put so up a battery, kind of stuck, so you I was stuck. It out. So I was like, do I hire a tow truck company and then take it to a, the mechanic? And so then the cost started adding up. I'm like, you know what? What if I just did it myself? And then it became more of like a challenge and something to learn for the future than a, as opposed to just being lazy or, or just, you know, being cheap. Because sometimes it just doesn't make sense to do stuff yourself. But there's this general sense in society that the more you work, the busier you are, the more successful you are, right? This idea that we're working, 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 that must mean I'm making more money and I'm happier because I have more money. But that's not what it's all about. And I think retirees learn this quickly. They learn that it isn't necessarily about the money. It's about what they do with their time and their health, right? So for pre-retirees, people that are working, it's, well, can I make more money doing something else? Can I work the extra hours and pay someone else to do this? That's not a bad way of looking at it. But for retirees who don't have the earning capability anymore, who can't say, well, instead of mowing the lawn, I can go make $35 an hour doing something. They're not going to go work. That's the whole point. So the question is, instead of mowing the lawn, what else can I do that, that makes it worth it? And, you know, the argument against outsourcing is for salaried people. Like I'm on a salary. What, what difference does it make what I do at my time? You know, um, I should do as much as I can in so like I'll, if I'm at home, I'll do everything myself because I'm not going to get paid extra by doing some other, some other task to get money on the side, you know, by, by paying someone to mow my lawn doesn't give me the free time to go drive an Uber cause I'm not driving an Uber. Right. But, um, 
this is the mentality that's wrong. And the reason why it's wrong is because a lot of people don't value their time anymore until it's too late. And that's what my friend got into me when he started talking about Mechanical Turk and, and outsourcing. He said, your problem is you don't value your time as much as you should. Why are you trying to fix your sprinkler system when you can pay someone to do it and then you can go do the things that you want to do? Because the Lord knows you, you're cursing. You don't want to be doing this right now. You, you, I could tell you're not into trying to solve a electric electrical issue on your sprinkler system. Just pay someone. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Good point. I, I think that's brilliant. And I think that's good logic. It is funny, though, you brought this up that, you know, I, I've in talking to and listening to uh, financial advisors all over the country you often hear, hey, you know, you got to save money in retirement or for retirement. So one way to do that is instead of hiring things out, do it yourself. And this is kind of the opposite view. Yeah, I always seem to take the opposite view, don't I? Conventional. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you know, I would say you're a contrarian, but really you're trying to, what I like about it is, and this is something, it's the beauty of this podcast is that uh, you really tackle issues and try to look at them from the other side rather than just, you know, people are always looking at a, a topic from one angle. Uh, and you kind of, uh, you say, let's flip it around. Let's look at it. Maybe there are some advantages here. How can I make this work for me? And, and I think this is a great example of that where your time might be more valuable and better spent, you know, trying to figure out how to change the oil on your car or, and there are risks involved with you doing it yourself versus hire. That's true. Uh, hiring it out, you, you know, you can get people who are bonded, licensed, trained, uh, whereas the do it, the DIYers, the do it yourselfers, uh, are not are none of those things typically so. true true but sometimes it helps to have that skill set like i mentioned in one of the shows i was fixing my bike and the neighbor kid thought i was a blacksmith or whatever he said you know like this is this is because they're not used to seeing people do it do it yourself necessarily all the more uh, anymore um but think about what's happening in society people associate higher income with a better life but what happens is higher income usually means less time because you're busy working and less time means you're more stressed. And then you're more stressed. You start to take shortcuts about food. You know, let me eat this quick meal because not because it's healthy, but because it's quick. And then I don't have enough time to exercise because I'm spending all my time working so that I can make more money so that I can have time later when it's too late. And the exercise of lack of exercise for 30 years has crept up on me. And now what's the difference? I wish I had no money and all the health. So there's a prime example of, hey, why not pay someone else to power wash your driveway? Then you can go to the gym. Why not pay someone else to clean your house or do your laundry so that you could spend that time going to the gym to help yourself? Right. That's people, society, Americans don't see that that way. In fact, there was a study by the National Academy of Science of the USA. It's called Buying Time Promotes Happiness. This was done in August of 2017. Buying Time Promotes Happiness. And they talk about the me Mechanical Turk. They interviewed these people that actually outsource. And they came up with this term that I never heard of called time famine. You know, retire famine? Yeah, retirement and pl retirement planning. We talk about lack of money. Oh, we don't have enough money. We got to save, save, save. 
what we are finding in our society is there's a lack of time. People are always struggling to find the time for that other activity. And it's because they're working so much to make the money. It's a vicious cycle. So they, they analyzed this and they looked at the people that were outsourcing were, had a hap, were happier. They were happier because they were outsourcing the stuff that they didn't want to do. And they used that time to do the stuff that they did want to do. And that's what it's all about, really. And so when I mentioned in the beginning of the show, retirement, successful retirement is about increasing income and decreasing stress. Those go hand in hand sometimes, but you have to really focus on the stress part because you can have all the income in the world and still be stressed out of your mind. You're not going to be happy in retirement. That's not successful. Yeah, we hear about that all the time. People with a lot of money uh, are still stressed. And so uh, a lot of people who can have all the money in the world, but it doesn't relieve the stress. And relieving stress is, I think, one of the big keys nowadays with so much going on, uh, so much to uh, occupy our time, uh, so many competing things out there that it's easy to uh, get stressed. But boy, if you can offload the things that stress you out, I think that's the key point to all of this is reducing stress. That's right. And so if you have the means to do it, which we a lot of us do, we have the money, we may have income. Why not focus on what we do, enjoy doing and pay someone else to do the things we don't. And if you do it earlier in life, you won't because when you're retired, that's a lot easier. You have more time theoretically. So, the, you know, but right before you're retiring, say that the 15 years before your retirement, that's a prime time to start paying out outsourcing to reduce your stress because stress builds and kills. Stress is a killer, right? We know this. Yeah, it is. It, it, it could be worse than smoking cigarettes, potentially. You know, if it builds up and builds up and you have a high blood pressure your whole life because you're so stressed out, your retirement's not going to be good, right? Or it's going to be short. It's not, as they say, heart healthy, right? What, exactly. Um, what's your least favorite task, Tony? Like, thing to do? What do you hate doing? Do you have anything you absolutely hate doing? I would say um, any type of, I'm just not a, a fixer-upper. Uh, I absolutely hate projects like painting or mm. plumbing or fixing things. Uh, I just, if that type of thing, I hate doing. That's, that's Painting's what I hate a great doing. example. Painting, it I hate It stresses painting. me out. It <laughs> stresses me out to no end, and I'm no good at it, and then I'm really... I get stressed out if, you know, I'm like worried about splatter or not getting it even. And I'm just, I'm, I'm a little probably too, uh, I don't know, anal about it to be able to do it. And it stresses me out. I don't have the patience for that. So do you outsource it? Yeah, here I am doing a radio show with you. So I've obviously (laughs) got patience for some things. See, see. And then not others. See what I did there? Yeah, I saw what you did there. Now, did you outsource the painting to your wife, or did you pay someone to paint when you paint your house? Um, You know what? My wife's brother loves to paint, and he loves projects. So we usually trade, you know, we usually take him and his wife out to dinner, but he comes over and paints a room for us. Perfect. So we've, we've bartered. There you go. And then, yeah. right. And then you help him by just leaving him alone, not going over for the holidays. That's the bottom. Yeah, usually, the uh, usually if like Sarah will be like, my wife will be like, you know, go in there and see if he needs help. And I, I usually get the impression that I'm usually not a help. Right. I start asking him dumb questions. Mr. Magoo, you come in there. What's like, going on in here? This, I bump the paint bucket. <laughs> and I, I touch something. I'm you, like, oh, look at this. I like this. And he's like, no, that's wet. Don't. Wet so paint footprints. I'm usually, um, 
he's usually happier when I'm not there, and I'm happier when I'm not there. So, I also know that you sleep out and stand in line for record day to get your favorite record. Do you like <laughs> standing in line? Is that something you do? And did you know you can outsource waiting in line? Like I know people I are do. hired to wait in line in New York City for those Hamilton tickets. Yep, or Black Friday lines. People hire people to to stand in line for a day or a day and a half. Uh, no, I do not normally like to stand in lines. However, I love record store day at the local record store and to be the first one to get the limited releases that only come out on that day and are very rare. Um, I will camp out overnight, but the reason I like it is because I'm with friends and everybody in line is a music geek like myself, a record collector, vinyl collectors, LPs, 45. So we're talking, there's people playing music, there's food. So it's more like an event and it's more fun. Uh, and I absolutely love that. See, so yeah. that's a task that you might be able to charge other people to wait in line. <laughs> and I have, had friends, doing I have had friends say, hey, get me this and I will pay you X amount. And See? so it'll be like $10 more than it actually, the record actually costs. So yes, I actually do outsource that for to make you're, money. You're for hire. There you go. You're a mechanical you Turk. <laughs> hey. Yeah, if any of our listeners out there need a, a record store day release, uh, just let me know. Crickets, crickets. All right. So, crickets. <laughs> cue the cr you know what else you can outsource? Bill negotiation. People hate that. Oh, I don't want to negotiate this bill. You can pay someone to do it for you. Oh, you, wow. You could pay someone to put up holiday decorations. Oh, yeah. I did know that. Yeah. Right. I knew. <laughs> Uh, we had friends that did that. Right. They, they, they had their whole home decked out, and they paid somebody to come in and do it. Bah humbug, right? <laughs> I'm like, what? How about uh, selling your stuff on eBay? You know, um, uh, yeah. estate sale. I don't know how to price this. You pay someone to do it, right? Who wants to do yep. that? Some people do. Um, well, I have a buddy that he loves to do it, and he's done some, some stuff for me. So I've, I have outsourced that. Here in Florida, you can outsource a health advocate. So let's say your mom lives in Florida and all the siblings and children live outside of the state and you need someone to just do research and be an advocate for your mom's health care. Where are we going to send her? Who's going to take care of her? You know, which which uh, assisted living facilities are the best? You could pay someone to do that. I could pay you to do that. Well, I don't no. do that, but I would help find someone. <laughs> I know people that would do that. <laughs> you won't do that for me, dude? I, right. You pay me to do your financials, right? So um, yes. you pay someone to do your taxes. So there's a lot of things that people do. Let's talk a few. Let's just name a few uh, things that seniors might do, that uh, retirees might do, um, that seem that may free up time for them to do the other things they want. You could pay someone to walk your dog. I would love to pay my kids to walk the dog, but they can't. The dog's too strong. Maybe you have a dog that, you know, you can't take care of anymore. You just can't, you can't walk it as much or play with it as much as you'd like. You can hire someone to do that, right? Yard work is an obvious one. Housekeeping, laundry. How about cooking? Meal prep, grocery shopping. That's a new thing, right? You could pay for a service to drop food off at your house. I don't yeah, know if that's you, huge I, I see yeah. that. And that might be great for retirees, you know, yeah, oh, professional shop. They have professional shoppers. You can actually, some people hate going out shopping or going to the mall. You can hire a professional shopper, not only groceries, but other things. Right. How about, um, outsourcing your medicine distribution? I saw, um, 
I was in someone's house and a little alarm came off and said, it's time for your medicine. It's time for your medicine. It wasn't like a parrot voice. It was more mechanical. And, uh, it was just a reminder, you know, you, you're, you're paying for a service to, to make sure you're taking your meds. I like this one, Tony, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm big in the library. Um, what if I don't want to read anymore? Can I outsource that? <laughs> audiobooks. <laughs> I do audiobooks. I rent the audiobooks so when I'm driving, I can listen to them. I'm outsourcing the reading part. <laughs> oh, that's true. I, I'm an audiobook guy myself. So, um, yeah, I switched almost 100% to audiobooks um, just because time. You know what another biggie is for retirees? Uber. They don't, you know, oh, yeah. they can't get to the doctors or they don't want to drive. driving. Have someone be a, like a chauffeur, you wow. know, but, but it's a chauffeur for hire. You call it a chauffeur service, it sounds fancy. If you call it an Uber, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I guess nowadays people, we're outsourcing things we don't even realize we're outsourcing. It's just become so common. So it's more and more things all the time as things progress are getting outsourced, right? That's it. And the, the big issues are the cost and the, and the reliability. You know, you find someone to do your laundry and all of a sudden they leave. It's like, oh, man. I got to find someone else that knows just right, you know, or cooking, you know, that kind of thing. But I think it's worth considering and I think it's going to be relevant to retirees. And I think the, the main message I wanted to get across is that you have to value your time and you have to think about what do you really want to do? And and if you tired of cleaning your house because you've done it for 40 years, hire someone, try it out for a month and see if it changes your life. You might find it changes your life drastically and that you're so much happier because of it because you have free time to do the stuff that you really want to do. Or you might say, oh, yeah, no, I don't like that. I didn't like the way they do it. I didn't. I actually don't mind cleaning. It's it's therapeutic. Then you stop it. But it's worth trying. Try it. Yeah. See if outsourcing may change and improve your life. And remember the study. Buying time promotes happiness because happiness cannot be bought always. And if it is bought, it's short-lived. But time is where it's at. Wow. Good advice. Uh, I think those are words to live by. Some wisdom from Dan Wendell today. I like it. Well, we're out of time for today's show. Dan, is there anything you want to add before we go? I um, think we're good. I think the message is clear, and I'd like to outsource the outro to one of my kids. Thank you for listening to Dolphin Financial Radio. Don't try to retire without a solid income plan. For more information, please contact Dan Wendell at Dolphin Financial Group. Call 888-508-5935 or visit the website at DolphinFinancialGroup.com. Dan Wendell or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for information informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.